from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I'm about to take a weird stance. A weird pro-streaking stance. I'll explain in a moment. Though I suppose last night wasn't exactly streaking. It was more trespassing. But you get the idea. You also get the idea when you play underdog fantasy that it is the best fantasy. It's my fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy. It's underdog fantasy where last night I played a little Monday Mayhem. It was fun, man. Pick quarterbacks, pick kickers. Seriously, these are types of fantasy games you get at underdog fantasy. And I didn't win, but $5 could win you 50000 It's just, it's super fun, and it's so unique, and it's so easy to play underdog fantasy. Get the free app, or go to underdogfantasy.com, sign up, and right now, underdog fantasy, if you use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word is doubling your deposit up to $100. Up to $100. If you use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, at Underdog Fantasy. Want to play some high-low? Go the stat path? Do it. Individuals, head-to-head matchups? Do it. Or you can play a goal-line stand. This is week five, NFL. Six rounds in this, 30 seconds per pick. And you're taking a quarterback, two wide receivers, a flex, a running back, and a tight end. And then you just sit back and you watch. Your lineups are set as soon as you pick. There's nobody sit, no bench. You just take what you draft, and you have fun, and you follow it. I love it. I love sitting there on Sunday, watching the games, checking my underdog fantasy, see where I'm at in my different games that I'm playing, see if I'm making money. So right now, sign up for Underdog Fantasy, the best fantasy, underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app, and use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, get your deposit doubled up to $100, all of that with Underdog Fantasy. Stone the Banner, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. Ken Levicka live here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, so last night, Monday Night Football in San Francisco, well, Santa Clara, the Niners and the Rams, this game was over very, very quickly. Just too physical an effort. And really, the, the, the main event, the main attraction of last night's game was a pink-clad, pink smoke bomb-toting uh, trespasser, not a streaker. He wasn't naked, but he was a trespasser. Definitely trespass. You got to have your junk hanging out if uh, if you're streaking or your lady parts um, uh, bouncing around. Uh, so so this guy is running around the field, and Kevin Harlan had the call of it, as only Kevin Harlan does, right here on ESPN 106.3. And here comes. A stoppage in play because someone has run on the field with a smoke bomb that is pink and he's running up the sideline. Now a couple of Rams come over there and make the tackle. Head first into the player who has taken the field. And he's in a cloud of pink smoke so you can't see him. And now on him are a couple of security guards. Kevin, I think this is becoming a thing. we got the pink smoke coming again. This is one of those gender reveals. Somebody at home's having a girl. Now, well, I thought maybe, I thought maybe that the last one we saw was uh, for some animal rights or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think, hey, you think about the way to reveal that you're having a, a, a girl. I'm going to run out on the field at the 49er game and get arrested 
Just so I can let my honey at home know we're having a girl. That guy is headed into the slammer. <laughs> and it will not be a good night. Ah, the slammer. That's something we need to bring back is calling jail the slammer. <laughs> so the couple of Seahawks that took down this this trespasser on the field, it turns out it was primarily Bobby Wagner running out onto the field and uh, lowering his shoulder. Did I say Seahawks? I went back to Bobby Wagner Seahawks. The, That's okay. The couple of Rams players that made the hit, uh, it was Bobby Wagner who came out and leveled this dude. I mean, absolutely annihilated this guy, all right? And I think that the meatball in us says, yeah, hell yeah, go get yours, Bobby. This guy's a nuisance. What a menace, and you ended that. Take him down. No one wants to hear about animal rights because that's what he was protesting, right? This was uh, someone who was wearing an animal rights shirt. Nobody could see it. It was a terrible job of trying to promote what he was protesting. The smoke bomb absolutely did not help, and uh, (laughs) Kurt Warner translating it as and deciphering it as a gender reveal is funny and totally breaks down the animal rights message. Very well done. As They don't even show the camera anymore on the television yeah. or when you're watching Why the game. Why don't we show streakers, by the way? Is it because of the naked part of it, potentially? I don't think so. Because I'm fine with that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it as well, but unless it's, you know. I'll get over it. No, I'll get over it. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing I haven't seen before. Ain't nothing I haven't seen yeah. before. Okay. Uh, well, no, I think it's because... That's what they want us to do. Like, they want us to put the camera on, hey, rescue the dogs. Like, they, they, we don't want to give say, them the pub. What I would say is seeing these streakers get annihilated on national television would discourage the act of streaking more than just not showing them at all. I, the thought, I okay, believe, okay. the thought of this, I think, is if you don't show it, then people won't have the ideation to go do this, when in reality... If you have these people getting blown up on the field, then that would twice. be a way to curb it as well. <laughs> right. They don't want to they don't want to get their ribs broken in 19 different ways. But what I will say is until that happens, I think it's a little weak of Bobby Wagner, fully padded pro NFL player Bobby Wagner to go out and to smash a defenseless trespasser who's going to get caught eventually by security. Um Especially like the 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 reaction to it, like oh hell yeah, Bobby, <laughs> fresh meat. Like that's it, dude. You're wearing pads. You're a big, mean pro football player. Like how much pride are you supposed to take? Are we supposed to take pride in the fact that you laid out some nerdy looking dork who's running around the field at, at in Santa Clara? Like come on, that that I thought that was soft to be honest. Now I don't think it's a pride thing. I think it's, hey, dork, get off our football field. But that's field. such like a machismo garbage uh, take to it then. Like, but, but, oh, look at what I'm going to do. Bam! What? Like, this is a guy, Bobby Wagner, who has who has injured countless players. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's done it on purpose. I'm saying because he's a badass. And so there's and, – and this guy did not look like he was any sort of sparkling vision of athleticism. Yeah, he was right? a buck 30. Yeah, yeah, probably. Exactly. He's about a buck 30 running around. And his running style was <laughs> – how do I say questionable? Okay? <laughs> it was a little questionable. And so he's prancing down the field, and then Bobby Wagner lowers his shoulder into him. I, I don't know what's the point. Let the security guards get him. I, I, I to me, it's just like does does Bobby Wagner feel good after that? Like, oh, I did that. Hell yeah, man up. No, I, I mean, I guess try to look at it from this perspective. Imagine you're Bobby Wagner. You know, you stuff a second inch short, you create a third down, you get off the field. They bring in a fresh leg, and all of a sudden you're sweaty. 
you're dialed in, you're listening to the play call, and then all of a sudden the crowd starts going, gets you out of your zone, you look over, and here's this guy with his legs going side to side. With this, <laughs> he with was this, running with his legs like with, protruding to the sides. That was weird. <laughs> with the pink smoke, and you're like pissed off that you know you're playing this game for millions of dollars, and you I'm gonna send this guy a message, or I want to go. That I, is a terrible, it, terrible it, justification it, it, of that. <laughs> I make millions of dollars, so that's why I'm gonna beat this guy to a holy hell. Well, I mean, come on, I mean, dude. I, I'm just trying to you know go, go through Bobby Wagner's mind because he came. He's trying to be a, a man, a man, testosterone-filled badass. Maybe I should just admit that the, the machismo in me Yeah, you did, like it because you saw it. someone get laid out. The kid you got laid it. out. There just, was a picture of his face and the you. kid's face all smushed and the spit coming out, Perfect. and I, I loved it. Just admit that the caveman in Bobby Wagner and in Stone Lebanowitz came out. And Fine. in a large portion of social media, you liked to see that dude get crushed because you fine. are a troglodyte. You're a caveman, and that's fine. We're accepting. We're not going to judge here. All I'm saying is that this dude, and there's no way, and I know that there's going to be this this um, defense of, oh, what if he had a weapon? What if he had a knife? He's a danger to the players. If you see that guy with the pink smoke bomb, trust me when I tell you the man did not have, and everybody knew that man did not have a weapon on him, okay? He didn't. And in an NFL stadium, you've already been checked for weapons. Um, so there's no danger to a player. What Bobby Wagner did, fully padded Bobby Wagner, all-pro Bobby Wagner, he wanted to feel like a man. So we laid him out. He felt like a man. Stone felt like a man. <laughs> yes, I did. He's like, hey, took down that weakling. Let's go. <laughs> it was a clean shot. Good. It was a real clean shot. Kept that's the shoulder involved, no helmet. If Bobby Wagner was not in pads and did it, I'd feel much better about it than Bobby Wagner in pads, just fully, bam, just like, bam, so let me shoulder ask, down right into him. So let me ask you this. What if the water boy did it? Would you like it a little more? That would be hilarious. Like equal size water boy with yes, the clothesline? Yes. I think that would be a little more fair. I'd okay. be much... I'd be okay with it okay. if it was the water boy. Okay, or a yeah. trainer come or, or a ball boy yeah. with the clothesline. I'd feel much okay. better about it. I get that then. Much better about I, it. I love that. But but if they started televising these people running onto the field, where then NFL players are given carte blanche to just destroy them on the field, they can legally do it, and we see it on national TV to curb the behavior, then... That works for me. Yeah. Because I, I, I love that. Make no mistake. I've got a little of that caveman in me too. <laughs> I got a little of that red meat hunter gatherer sort of sort of caveman portion of my brain as well. So as long as it is is being shown on national TV and we're gonna use NFL players as examples as to why you shouldn't run onto the field, then okay. I'm good with it. But that was a little cheap on Bobby Wagner's part, I thought, last night. Now, I don't think you want to open the gates to an open season. The panda, yeah. And make it legal. Open and then you hunting got season. Both sidelines just clearing out, and they're chasing this one, you know, female down. Or, no, I mean, I would love it. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying <laughs> you like got gladiators. Yeah, you'd have 13 guys chasing this one guy, just absolutely ping ponging him. <laughs> That's true. Uh, by sideline, I think you meant the stands. You're right, a whole sideline, like an entire yeah. NFL sideline chasing one guy to yeah. beat, his, beat him to a pulp. It comes Christian Wilkins over here and. and and, and Nick Bosa right, coming from right. here. I love encouraging, it. Encouraging uh, mob attack probably is not the right way to go about it. It's why I don't work for uh, for the NFL or these networks. I have terrible marketing ideas. Uh, Mel is in West Palm. <coughs> Mel's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mel? Hey, cough again into the microphone, Stone. Just do it for old times. <coughs> there we go. What's up, Mel? 
Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, there's absolutely no reason you interrupt someone at their job when they're making that kind of money and causing that kind of physical punishment to another human being. I love it. Remember Ring Man that flew into the ring? He got punched all upside his head. Yeah, he now, was in Monica danger. Sellers taught us. Yeah, but Monica Sellers taught us very quickly all that running on the courts, gameplay, it was over. True, true. After true. that, you you don't even know who Monica or Martina Hingis is if Monica Sellers doesn't get hurt. Good point. It doesn't happen. She runs She runs up until Serena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you walk on the field and you're not here to get paid or play, hey, man, we're, we're, we're doing work here, and uh, whatever severe beating you can get from coming out here, to each his own. Caveat emptor. Buyer beware. Don't cross that line. <laughs> Don't cross that threshold. All right, Mel, I appreciate that, and you're right. Uh, the Monica Selleck's example is, is one that's tough to counter. What I would say is that security improved vastly after the Monica Sellis stabbing. That happened in an entirely different country as well. But maybe Bobby Wagner could have simply form tackled him. What about that? Hell no. Like just a nice old form tackle. What the, what? That would be that would be tough for the eyes, you know. Oh, oh my God, here comes Bobby Wagner, All Pro, Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. Uh, oh, and he just ferries him to the ground. I don't want no part of that. <laughs> ferries him to the ground? No, like it's, it's like a, a little, nice, like a little gator roll. He wraps yeah. him up and spins. No, or take him down by the ankle. No, next time hit him in the chest and and, and knock that wind out of this cat. Uh, Ricky, he messages now. If the guy outruns the entire team and goes end zone to end zone, they need to sign him to a contract. Let's get some incentive going. Now that would be entertaining. That also would make every NFL game seven and a half hours long. <laughs> it definitely there's going to be 400 people trying to do that. Yes, there are. And then you're going to have to get in a foot race with Tyreek Hill. And, and, and you don't want to do that. No. Some guy's trying to go 100 yards. Yeah, I just... It's, like, a, it's a tough game. You and here. I get bothered at our job all the time, and we're not throwing shoulders into people. What if we did that? HR would not be happy. Well, if they made it legal, then I would invite it. And you know what? We put it. We'd put it on social media. Yeah. Oh yeah. All of these weak networks. <laughs> oh, we can't show this. No, 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 no. We put it out for the world to see. Remember the ESPN commercial where the the guy's just running around the linebacker and he's just oh, trucking people in yeah. the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love uh, it. Who is that character? Whatever li- office linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um. But but I just thought that Bobby Wagner. I hope he feels like a big man. <laughs> he does. After throwing that shoulder into the. And you're right. When the dude is running, his legs were like going in circles. <laughs> Uh, they were they were going in horizontal circles. I've never seen anyone run like that before. It definitely wasn't very graceful. Uh, we will talk about this and a whole lot more with Steve Polizziner every week here on Ken Levick Alive. We try to bring some brains to the operations. We try to bring some intelligence to the show. And a man who is a business mogul, a man who is a family man through and through, a youth coach, and he knows a little bit about everything and a lot, well, about a lot. He is the president of Good Karma Brands, our parent company. He is Steve Polizziner. We will ask Steve's when we return. He's Stone Levanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Uh-oh, I'm getting attacked by the Bobby Wagner mob. I didn't know he had so many supporters in South Florida. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. It's just a duo for the next couple of days, in fact. Jeanette's in Vermont. Theo's off today. 
because his queen broke her ankle, so there are doctor's appointments. So it's just Stone and I, and you know what? That's fine. We miss them. Oh, yeah. But we ride. Rumor has it Theo Dorsey actually broke his fiance's ankles. It's just a word on the street. Really? That's what we discussed yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossover. That crossover he crossed dribble. her up. And then now with Jeanette being gone. Sorry, I didn't know we were going to we were re-upping that joke. <laughs> and then and then with the Jeanette being gone, we get to talk as much you know, mess about Tom Brady as we want. Well, I was going to say, we might need to call her tomorrow because I'm not sure she knows right now of the news that Tom Brady is getting divorced. <laughs> I love that. And she doesn't know that we have broken the news that he will definitely play in 2023. Zero sources are telling us that Tom Brady will play in 2023. <laughs> Tom Brady and Giselle getting divorced, according to the New York Post. Hey, I think financial, they are proud to support ESPN 106.3. If you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. Again, their members love I Think Financial. Go find out why. I Think Financial. I Think FI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. Before we talk with Steve Politziner, and we get into Ask Steve's. Let's go to social media. Brian messages. This was in no way related to machismo. Since there appeared to be no one else doing anything else, he took the bull by the horns and ended that idiot's actions. Period. End of story. <laughs> took the bull by the horn. Little, uh, little dramatic, but I, I hear where he's coming from. I mean, I know it had to end at some point. I understand that. But the security guards, they were in tow. Let them do their job. Why does Bobby Wagner have to do that? Here's this hypothetical. What if Bobby Wagner separated his shoulder after making that hit? Then what are we saying today? Hey, Bobbo should have stayed on the sideline. I'll raise you one higher and say that the security guard chasing this guy down tore his ACL if you watch the video back 10 yards behind him. right. At the beginning of this, Mm -hmm. this he's on the field. You look up, and there's a security guard dressed in black. (laughs) And I think he blows out not only only one ACL, (laughs) but both ACLs. If you haven't seen the video yet, it's the one security guard who's trailing him. He's got the draft going. And that turf monster just reaches up and grabs him. That is the one saving karma grace for me with all of that in the one place where I don't mind that this guy got laid out by Bobby Wagner because that poor security guard absolutely blew out both of his knees. It wasn't just one, right? It was both of them. Yeah, I mean, he he, he stood up and started wobbling and yeah. almost fell back down. It was like he was on stilts and they <laughs> both just cracked in the middle. Like his legs immediately just went full toothpick, just just onto the turf. Do you think you get workers' comp? If you blow up ACLs, damn well better doing your job. If you're a security guard working on the field and you injure yourself chasing someone who has trespassed onto the field, right? You sure as hell better be insured or get some sort of workers' comp. I actually don't know the answer to that though. If you work in in and I know that there are a number of people that listen to this show, and I, I know this because I see them all the time at FAU Stadium that work in sports facility security on game days. And a lot of the people that do the Dolphins also do FAU, Mm -hmm. do Inter-Miami. It's all the same company. Do you get workers' comp or are you insured as a security guard at a sporting venue? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Maybe lawyers can help with this too. I'm actually legitimately curious about that because that man injured himself seriously 
chasing down that that trespasser last night. Again, not a streaker because he was fully clothed. He was fully clothed. There was no junk waving around, okay? But this man absolutely blew out his knees. Definitely one, almost certainly two. Uh, if you if you run security, if you work security, and you get injured trying to uphold the peace, do your job, uh, keep someone off the field, or tackle someone who has entered the field, do you get a workers' comp? Are you insured? How does that work? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. If you are uh, someone, a personal injury attorney, or if you work in security, just let us know, because I'm legitimately curious about that. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. If you're just joining us, we've been discussing who the top NFL head coach through four weeks has been because Mike Greenberg got on his get up soapbox today on ESPN and declared that no coach has overcome more adversity than the great Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys, even though he already had a sick defense that has carried the day with Cooper Rush at quarterback, and never mind the fact that they have the best receiving core in the NFL for Cooper Rush to throw to, but nobody, and Mike Greenberg means nobody, has done a better job as a coach through four weeks than the great Mike McCarthy. I say Doug Peterson, best coach through four weeks. Stone, he's going to go with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. He's got a quarterback who doesn't like him, and he doesn't like his quarterback. And they're 2-2, two and two and they beat the hell out of the defending Super Bowl champions last night. And also, the breaking news from the New York Post that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce lawyers. They are going to get divorced. And then, the breaking news that Stone and I reported with zero sources telling us that with Giselle out of the picture, Tom Brady was absolutely going to play in 2023. And he'll play for one of three teams. Again, no sources are telling us this. The Titans, the Giants, or the Niners. It's been a busy day here on Ken LaVica Live. <laughs> and every week we bring in someone with a big brain, someone with big ideas. He's the president of the Good Karma Brands, and he's going to smarten us up. It is time now for Ask Jeeves. Steve's. With Steve Palatina. Steve's. Steve Paulitzina is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve. There it is. On Ken LaVica Live. That's you right. Got mail. That is actually the name of the segment. First time I've made that mistake in the two months we've been doing this. Steve Palatina with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve, welcome in. Good to hear from you. Uh, I, I just I, I want to to start with this. Mike Greenberg says Mike McCarthy, best coach in the NFL through four weeks. You say what to that? Because I say, come on, bro. Nah, yeah, I agree. I mean, he is doing it with a, a backup quarterback, but I technically aren't the 49ers. And haven't the Jets? Been doing it mostly with a backup quarterback. That's true. But I, 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 Robert Sala, to me, I, I like the Jets were ter- like they were as bad. They came in with people thinking they would be horrific. No one thought the Cowboys were going to be horrific. Yes, they lost. Yes, they lost Dak. And I don't think anyone thought the Niners were going to be you know horrific and maybe even better with Garoppolo. Um, so I, I, I actually think you could go Dable or Sala. Yeah. The Jets and the Giants with three wins. Yeah, they're both terrible. I'm a Giants fan. They're not. They're, they're not good. 
Uh, they don't have any. If nobody besides Saquon, literally, they do not have a skill player who, uh, at wide receiver, tight end. And the Giants are three and one. So Jets are Giants to me. Yeah, I uh, let, let's take it easy on Salah. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I mean, congrats to Zach Wilson for having one good quarter in his NFL career. I'm with you on Dable. I'll go with you on Dable. They ran a high school offense in the fourth quarter against the Bears on yep. Sunday and found a way to win. That's good stuff. Now to the more pressing matter. And that is the news that we're reporting here on Ken Levick Alive that no sources have told us, but the New York Post yep. says that Tom Brady and Giselle, they're out. The old ball and chain's out the door. Tom's a free man, and he can fly free, and that means he's going to play till he's 50. We are reporting here on Ken Levick Alive. He's absolutely now with Giselle out of the picture. Play next year, and how do you like the idea of him playing quarterback for your New York Giants? Well, yeah, I heard, so you said Giants? Yep. This you know, New York spotlight. That's right. You know, chance to go play Table. there. Kind of like LeBron with LA. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, hey, I just, I, it's more like about where I want to live for a year or two than where I want to play. All right. Second, Niners, hometown. Gotcha. Where are the Titans? Uh, because you upgrade from Tannehill, you've got the best running back maybe in the history of the NFL behind you, and you're, you're going to be reunited with your former teammate in Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Also, okay. a weak, a weak, yeah. a weak easily winnable division. Yeah, you're going to be in the playoffs by stepping on the field week one. Okay. All right. I can I can get into those. I mean, the- um, now, but the bigger question is, if see, I always think that like he's going to get divorced, right? Yeah. For the reports, <laughs> then it's now it's going to be the dynamic, and if he's going to want to have partial custody or some sort of custody situation of his kids, which I imagine he will want. Like, I don't know how the playing is going to set up well for that versus a broadcasting type of setup where you know you're in town, let's just say he's doing something with the NFL and one of the big networks, and you're gone Friday through Sunday, but you're there Monday through Thursday, that might set up a little bit better from a custody situation. I was going to... While he's like, and I know forty-two nannies and all that. Yeah, I get a nanny. But <laughs> a, judge, a judge yeah. still, a judge, they still have to see what sort of setup, what sort of nuclear environment are you providing the kids. That is interesting legal expertise. That is sort of undercutting our exclusive report <laughs> that Tom Brady is definitely going to play next year. But again, I just go with the nanny thing because uh, Tom Brady, this is a guy who two years ago said, yeah, I want to play till I'm 50, play till I'm 50. Giselle had other ideas. Now, I mean, this does open that door, and he's not going to have the person in his ear saying, retire, retire. Surely Tom Brady could figure it out, right? Surely he's going to get Wednesdays off. Maybe he can negotiate a Tuesday, Wednesday off during the course of the week. And then there you go. There's your window. There's Monday through Thursday, you ship the kiddos off to Giselle for the weekend, and you go ball out for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, but, I mean, who, where are they going to live? They, they, <laughs> shipping the kids on a plane. Like, they have to live in the same place. You think Giselle's moving to Tennessee? Tennessee's oh, out. Giselle's going to keep and, the houses and, and, and in I'm, Miami. She has a PJ. I, all, right, all right, Tennessee's out, and I'm also going to go with Sam Fran's out. Because we're getting divorced. I don't think the way again. This is without any. This is just you. This is just the ex- world experience. Okay. The law of averages. Okay. This isn't knowing there. I don't all of a sudden see an ex and the mother-in-law. The in, like now you're going to go closer to the in-laws who they've never lived near in San, in San Fran. I don't see that. Mm. So then it's Miami. Now in Florida, he has a good you know, a good leg to stand on in terms of custody. 
Yeah. Where he get like the 50-50? He's got billionaires and bunker. That put him, <laughs> right. That's so his home. That puts him that puts him in you know maybe uh you think he's not going to be a backup. Hell and no. I still don't know that the Dolphins want Tua. So you still it could be the Dolphins. I don't know why you're throwing the why you're excluding the Dolphins. Uh because Stephen Ross will find a way to screw that up again. <laughs> Like, Stephen Ross is going to go to lengths of showing up to his door in, like, week 12, and then he's going to get suspended again. I just don't see uh, Stephen Ross being able to pull that off. You think, like, they've already, they've already like, all the dabbling and all the stuff that's yeah. already happened. Yeah, it's already tarnished it. Yeah, it's already okay. tarnished well, that, that, that thing. Then that puts him back at Tampa. Oh, man. And that is the easy PJ. He can fly up in the morning. It's like a local commute. For a guy like that. Yeah, a little 45-minute so, flight. Yeah, yeah I, I tell I you what, you. Steve has absolutely uh, sort of uh, started pointing all the arrows back to Tampa. My goodness. That I mean, was, he should, I'd he, say if he gets divorced and wants to keep playing, he's the quarterback of the Bucks. Oh, that's not fun at all. All right. Well, I hope he <laughs> retires then. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick alive. Let's go to a question from the fans here, Steve. And this is from Bonnie in Jupiter. She asks, Steve, our life is so busy and we've been traveling and with school, we haven't had a chance to figure out what we're going to be for Halloween. I have three kids ages five to nine. What are some good last minute costume ideas? What do you think, All right, Steve? Bonnie. Well, yeah, good right. one, and it's definitely a, a conversation in our house as well. Um, first off, you know that you have these pop-up stores all over the place. Yeah, these these spirit Halloweens, like, and in today's day and age, where you know someone so much online shopping that there's so many open stores at retailers and at, and at plazas. Just like, keep your eyes open because the answer might be a few hundred feet away from you. That you never even realized before. They're they're everywhere. So there's just a probably I don't even know why I said that. I, mean, it's a, I guess it's a public service announcement <laughs> that there are Halloween stores on every block. Uh-huh. Um, in our house, um, my nine year old is leaning to going with uh, he and his buddies going with Cobra Kai. Oh, let's go uh, for those that are watching that. Yeah. And I think he got Miyagi Do. Cobra Kai, so you have some options there. That's pretty good. And I think it has relevance to today's age, you know, and, and yesteryear for those of us that grew up with a karate kid. Uh-huh. So I would go, I think that's a good uh, spot to go. And by the way, that can be boys, girls, or Absolutely. You know, whatever. So I think that one's a, a safe one for all genders. Um, so that that would be, that's, that, that's my, I think that's a good angle to think about. That is really, really good. And I would say, I would add to that, when in doubt, just go with kids' favorite Netflix show. Like, you can't go wrong yeah. with that. And those costumes are all over the place. All over the place. Yep. What are you? What are you? What, what's going to be the choice in the Little Vic House? Well, well, I can't wait for this. Yeah, we uh, the, the girls decided, because I don't have a say in any of this. I'm just an innocent bystander, and I go along with anything that's decided by the, uh, by the ladies in the household. Um, there, it's a fairy theme. So we're going to have an evil fairy. That'll be my oldest daughter. Uh, We are going to have a princess fairy. That'll be my youngest daughter. We're just going to have your typical run-of-the-mill fairy fairy with my wife, and I'm going to end up being a tooth fairy. Oh my (laughs) god. So do you have a skirt? I don't have a skirt, but I have wings. Do you have a tiara? Uh, Maybe. Do you have a wand? I do have a wand, yes. Nice. Yeah, 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 I never fully understand the dad dress-up part. Like, when you're going trick-or-treating. Forget about, if you're going to a Halloween party, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what are you like? Here's, do you feel that your your kids want you to dress up? Um, and I'm not look. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right or wrong. 
but uh, I'm not like coming out on one side here, but I'm wondering why are you, if you're going trick or treating mm-hmm. in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and Halloween is really more about kids. It sure is. What are you dressing up? Like, what is the basis of your, the rationalization of you choosing to be the tooth fairy? Well, Steve, let me tell you about the old family dynamic I have uh, in uh, in the Levica household. When oh, I... you you were told, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, <laughs> that that's the Cliff's Notes version of that, and so that is why I am dressing up for Halloween. Always do, and will be a tooth fairy uh, this time around. Uh, Steve, I I wanted to I wanted to get your thoughts on Bobby Wagner from a a pure TV perspective. Okay, I came out and I thought it was a little soft for Bobby Wagner full pads to come out and 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 get a free shot laying out that trespasser last night on Monday Night Football, but we also got to discussing why do we continue to pan off of these people who trespass onto the field? I know it's initially to, oh, curb the behavior and people aren't going to have these ideations if they don't see it, but what if America sees NFL players absolutely crushing these people who run on the field? Wouldn't that curb the behavior much quicker because they wouldn't want to have their spines broken in a million pace, uh, place, uh, pieces if yeah. they tried to do this? Yeah, and, and like, haven't we moved past the, by, if we don't show it, it'll discourage it when it's on every social oh, media the, everywhere? Yes. Every fans, single one. Like, yes. they, don't, they, they, can't, they can't black out what 10,000, like 5,000 fan cameras captured, you know, just because they don't have a network feed. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that's archaic. Um, I sort of feel like you're going to misbehave like that and come on the come on the field. You're going <laughs> to deal with what comes with it. Right. So you get what, what, but you know we are one aggressive um, lawyer, mm-hmm. one opportunistic lawyer away from suing Bobby Wagner mm-hmm. and probably winning somehow mm-hmm. on some loophole yep. that even though they were trespassing and doing everything else they shouldn't be doing <laughs> yep. and. Uh, breaking the the uh, you know breaking the uh, vow or the uh, contractual obligation of a ticket that by Bobby Wagner tackling him is going to somehow come back on Bobby Wagner. Yeah, I it, it did cross my mind. It definitely crossed my mind. Some better call Saul is ready to file suit wow. on Bobby Wagner <laughs> right now. Uh, one final question for you, Steve, and this comes from a fan as well, and this is Bill in Boynton Beach. He says, we have a very fun group, a fantasy football league, every single year, but this year a newcomer hasn't yet paid his dues. Everybody else has. We want to set a November deadline, but we're also worried he's just going to go blow past that as well. What mm-hmm. is the best way to collect our money without being mean? Yeah, that's a good one. And it's funny, I had a, this same question from somebody of like a month ago about, about who was starting a new league. And I think it's kind of simple. You go, here's what you do. First of all, you're not drafting until you've paid. What, what, what is it? Um, someone needs an extra couple of weeks yeah. for their paycheck? Yeah, good call. Like, I mean, I kind of think that's someone you, want, you don't want in your league. Sure. But, but here's how it goes. If the person doesn't reach by, the, by a certain date, Somebody, you know, everyone knows somebody else. Hey, does someone want to take over so-and-so's team? And if they have a losing record, let's say you're two weeks in, three weeks in, you give them their team at a discount. And hope, you know, hopefully it's a keeper league where there's something that they can build, and then they get their team in the future. So you need to put a hard date. You owe us the money by X day. If not, you're out of the league. By the way, it would probably ruin your friendships because it's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. 
that you couldn't pay to be in the fantasy league. Yeah. And someone else is going to take your team over on the cheap, um, which means that everyone will make a little bit less because the poor, the overall pool or purse will go down because that person didn't pay. But at that point, you need someone to take you know their team over. Unless the team's like 4-0, and and what you could do is say you could put you could bid. You could have people bid for it. You could say I have five friends, and one of them wants to take a look at that. But it, mm. what, everyone knows other people. I would put a very hard line on this uh, on this abuser. But also get your rules straight. Right. I mean, make people pay before the draft. Yeah. Period. No, good call. And just be an adult. Pay the damn money. I mean, it's not that difficult. Just be an adult in this entire thing, Steve. Excellent work. I think this was one of our finer deliances here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll talk to you next week, and congratulations on Tom Brady next year. All right. Thanks, Tooth Fairy. All right. That is Steve Politziner, uh here on Ken Levick Alive for Ask Steve's. Man, I have something I need to read to Stone. First, I want to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care, Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Real quick, Stone, before we go to break, this is from Barry Jackson, just in case you're wondering how things are going with the Miami Hurricanes. Tyler Van Dyke reveals one change to his routine. He's meeting more together with Josh Gaddis and Ponce. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, it is. Um, Gaddis and Ponce. That is OC and quarterback coach, not only one at a time, and quote, telling them what I like and don't like and trying to get comfortable feeling with them and being there more with them instead of watching film on my own, end quote. How do you feel about that? Well, my stomach kind of hurts actually listening to that. It's it's one of the... Why wasn't he meeting with them before? It's kind of one of the craziest things that I've ever heard. To be honest, you can't air that stuff out that you haven't been meeting one on one and going over your favorite third down plays. How is or it, your favorite shot plays? Like how is it week four and now he said, "Oh, now I'm meeting more together with the OC and the quarterback coach, and not one at a time." Is that on Gaddis? Is that on Van Dyke? Is that on Ponce? What is happening? I, I think it's on Tyler Van Dyke because I, I, these coaches watch film for 22 hours out of the day and they build their play call sheet easily by Wednesday and you go through your openers the first 15 plays of the game you're going to run like I said you go over your shot plays the third down plays your quarter I used to have to turn in on Thursdays my favorite third down plays Mm -hmm. my favorite I used to have to turn those into my offensive coordinator my head coach and then we would have individual meetings and we would end up crossing some off or putting some to the forefront of things that we agreed upon so for this not to have been happening, one, explains a lot, and two, just sends red flags and sirens all over the place. Canes fans, don't worry. Tyler Van Dyke has just now, <laughs> just now, going into ACC play, started meeting with his OC and his quarterback's coach together. Don't and worry. just now, he's watching film with them, okay? Instead of on his own. Now he's watching film with it's them. It's ridiculous. Holy God. That's Stone the Bandwitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, that's you are. I think financial, if you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. You'll love them, too. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. That's I Think Financial. And a reminder, get your underdog fantasy team set up for tonight. Got baseball across the board. Start getting going on your week five NFL underdog fantasy games. Underdog fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, the free underdog fantasy app. It's the best fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy. That's why it's my fantasy. And use the promo code West Palm. West Palm, all one word, and you'll get your deposit doubled up to $100. So you can play nice and easy and have some fun. Not have to worry about your account for the first couple of weeks that you're playing with Underdog Fantasy. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code West Palm, all one word, and get your deposit doubled up to $100 with Underdog Fantasy. Uh, on Twitter, Stone, this going back to our Ask Steve's, the question about the fantasy football, the guy not paying, uh, and we're four weeks into the league. Diplomat tweets, the fantasy guy not paying is easy. Whoever vouched for him to enter the league is responsible for paying for the delinquent or non-existent payment. I hate that. I don't like you don't that. You don't like that? No. If, if he wins, it goes to whoever was in the championship with him. It is one way, though, to tell your boys I'm sorry or tell the group I'm sorry. Like, this is on me. My dude is a delinquent. <laughs> like, I know he sucks and I'm yeah, sorry. I guess I don't hate that as much. you got to punish him any, any way you can. And he's got to be out of the league by this point. We're a month in, right? We're a month in. He's gone. Can him. All right. We'll do this again tomorrow. He's done. I'm Ken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I'm about to take a weird stance. A weird pro-streaking stance. I'll explain in a moment. Though I suppose last night wasn't exactly streaking. It was more trespassing. But you get the idea. You also get the idea when you play underdog fantasy that it is the best fantasy. It's my fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy. It's underdog fantasy where last night I played a little Monday Mayhem. It was fun, man. Pick quarterbacks, pick kickers. Seriously, these are types of fantasy games you get at underdog fantasy. And... <laughs> I didn't win, but $5 could win you $50,000. It's just, it's super fun, and it's so unique, and it's so easy to play Underdog Fantasy. Get the free app, or go to underdogfantasy.com, sign up. And right now, Underdog Fantasy, if you use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word is doubling your deposit up to $100. Up to $100. If you use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, at Underdog Fantasy. Want to play some high-low? Go the stat path? Do it. Individuals, head-to-head matchups? Do it. Or you can play a goal line stand. This is week five, NFL. Six rounds in this, 30 seconds per pick. And you're taking a quarterback, two wide receivers, a flex, a running back, and a tight end. And then you just sit back and you watch. Your lineups are set as soon as you pick. There's nobody sit, no bench. You just take what you draft, and you have fun, and you follow it. I love it. I love sitting there on Sunday, 
watching the games, checking my underdog fantasy, see where I'm at in my different games that I'm playing, see if I'm making money. So right now, sign up for Underdog Fantasy, the best fantasy, underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. And use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, get your deposit doubled up to $100. All of that with Underdog Fantasy. Still on the banner, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. Ken Levicka live here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, so last night, Monday Night Football in San Francisco, well, Santa Clara, the Niners and the Rams, this game was over very, very quickly. Just too physical an effort. And really, the, the, the main event, the main attraction of last night's game was a pink-clad, pink smoke bomb toting uh, trespasser. Not a streaker. It wasn't naked. But he was a trespasser. Definitely a trespasser. You got to have your junk hanging out if uh, if you're streaking or your lady parts um, uh, bouncing around. Uh, so so this guy is running around the field, and Kevin Harlan had the call of it, as only Kevin Harlan does, right here on ESPN 106.3. And here comes a stoppage in play because someone has run on the field with a smoke bomb that is pink, and he's running up the sideline. Now a couple of Rams come over there and make the tackle. Head first into the player who has taken the field. And he's in a cloud of pink smoke, so you can't see him. And now on him are a couple of security guards. Kevin, I think this is becoming a thing. we got the pink smoke coming again. This is one of those gender reveals. Somebody at home's having a girl. Now, well, I thought maybe, I thought maybe that the last one we saw was uh, for some animal rights or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think, hey, you think about the way to reveal that you're having a, a, a girl. I'm going to run out on the field at the 49er game and get arrested just so I can let my honey at home know we're having a girl. That guy is headed to the slammer. <laughs> and it will not be a good night. Ah, the slammer. That's something we need to bring back is calling jail the slammer. (laughs) So the couple of Seahawks that took down this this trespasser on the field, it turns out it was primarily Bobby Wagner running out onto the field and uh, lowering his shoulder. Did I say Seahawks? I went back to Bobby Wagner Seahawks. That's okay. The couple of Rams players that made the hit, uh, it was Bobby Wagner who came out and leveled this dude. I mean, absolutely annihilated this guy, all right? And I think that the meatball in us says, yeah, hell yeah, go get yours, Bobby. This guy's a nuisance. What a menace, and you ended that. Take him down. No one wants to hear about animal rights because that's what he was protesting, right? This was uh, someone who was wearing an animal rights shirt. Nobody could see it. It was a terrible job of trying to promote what he was protesting. The smoke bomb absolutely did not help, and uh, (laughs) Kurt Warner translating it as and deciphering it as a gender reveal is funny and totally breaks down the animal rights message. Very well done. As They don't even show the camera anymore on the television yeah. or when you're watching Why the game. Why don't we show streakers, by the way? Is it because of the naked part of it, potentially? I don't think so. Because I'm fine with that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it as well, but unless it's, you know. I'll get over it. No, I'll get over it. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing I haven't seen before. Ain't nothing I haven't seen yeah. before. Okay. Uh, well, no, I think it's because... That's what they want us to do. Like, they want us to put the camera on, hey, rescue the dogs. Like, they, they, we don't want to give say, them the pub. What I would say is seeing these streakers get 
annihilated on national television would discourage the active streaking more than just not showing them at all. I, the thought, I okay. believe, okay. the thought of this, I think, is if you don't show it, then people won't have the ideation to go do this. When in reality, if you have these people getting blown up on the field, then that would twice. be a way to curb it as well. <laughs> right. They don't want to they don't want to get their ribs broken in 19 different ways. But what I will say is until that happens, I think it's a little weak of Bobby Wagner, fully padded pro NFL player Bobby Wagner to go out and to smash a defenseless trespasser who's going to get caught eventually by security. Um, especially like the 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 reaction to it, like, oh hell yeah, Bobby! <laughs> Fresh meat. Like that's dude. You're wearing pads. You're a big, mean pro football player. Like how much pride are you supposed to take? Are we supposed to take pride in the fact that you laid out some nerdy looking dork who's running around the field at in Santa Clara? Like come on, that that I thought that was soft to be honest. Now I don't think it's a pride thing. I think it's, hey, dork, get off our football field. But that's such like a machismo garbage uh, take to it then. Like, oh, look at what I'm going to do. Bam! This is a guy, Bobby Wagner, who has has injured countless players. And I'm not saying he's done it on purpose. I'm saying because he's a badass. And so there's – and this guy did not look like he was any sort of sparkling vision of athleticism. Yeah, he was a buck 30. Yeah, yeah, probably. Exactly. He's about a buck 30 running around. And his running style was (laughs) – how do I say questionable? Okay? (laughs) It was a little questionable. And so he's prancing down the field, and then Bobby Wagner lowers his shoulder into him. I, I don't know what's the point. Let the security guards get him. I, I, I to me, it's just like does does Bobby Wagner feel good after that? Like, oh, I did that. Hell yeah, man up. No, I, I mean, I guess try to look at it from this perspective. Imagine you're Bobby Wagner. You know, you stuff a second inch short, you create a third down, you get off the field, they bring in a fresh leg, and all of a sudden you're sweaty, you're dialed in, you're listening to the play call, and then all of a sudden. The crowd starts going, gets you out of your zone. You look over, and here's this guy with his legs going side to side. With this, <laughs> he with was this, running with his legs like with, protruding to the sides. That was weird. <laughs> with the pink smoke, and you're like pissed off that you know you're playing this game for millions of dollars, and you I'm gonna send this guy a message, or I want to go. That I, is a terrible, terrible it, it, justification it, it, <laughs> of that. I make millions of dollars, so that's why I'm gonna beat this guy to holy hell. Well, I mean, come on, I, dude. I, I'm just trying to you know go, go through Bobby Wagner's mind because he came. He's trying to be a, a man, a man, testosterone filled badass. Maybe I should just admit that the, the machismo in me yeah, you did, like it because you saw someone get laid out. The kid you got laid it. out. There just, was a picture of his face, thank and the you. kid's face all smushed, and the spit coming out, Perfect. and I, I loved it. Just admit that the caveman and Bobby Wagner and in Stone Lebanowitz came out, and Fine. in a large portion of social media, you liked to see that dude get crushed. Because you fine. are a troglodyte. You're a caveman, and that's fine. We're accepting. We're not going to judge here. All I'm saying is that this dude, and there's no way, and I know that there's going to be this this um, defense of, oh, what if he had a weapon? What if he had a knife? He's a danger to the players. If you see that guy with the pink smoke bomb, trust me when I tell you the man did not have, and everybody knew that man did not have a weapon on him, okay? He didn't. And in an NFL stadium, you've already been checked for weapons. Um, so there's no danger to a player. What Bobby Wagner did, fully padded Bobby Wagner, all pro Bobby Wagner, 
He wanted to feel like a man. So we laid him out. He felt like a man. Stone felt like a man. <laughs> yes, I did. He's like, hey, took down that weakling. Let's go. <laughs> it was a clean shot. Good. It was a real clean shot. Kept that's the shoulder involved, no helmet. If Bobby Wagner was not in pads and did it, I'd feel much better about it than Bobby Wagner in pads, just fully, bam, just like, bam, so let me shoulder ask, down right into him. So let me ask you this. What if the water boy did it? Would you like it a little more? That would be hilarious. Like equal size water boy with yes, the clothesline? Yes. I think that would be a little more fair. I'd okay. be much... I'd be okay with it okay. if it was the water boy. Okay, or a yeah. trainer come or, or a ball boy yeah. with a clothesline. I'd feel much okay. better about it. I get that then. Much better about I, it. I love that. But but if they started televising these people running onto the field, where then NFL players are given carte blanche to just destroy them on the field, they can legally do it, and we see it on national TV to curb the behavior, then... That works for me. Yeah. Because I, I, I love that. Make no mistake. I've got a little of that caveman in me too. <laughs> I got a little of that red meat hunter gatherer sort of sort of caveman portion of my brain as well. So as long as it is is being shown on national TV and we're gonna use NFL players as examples as to why you shouldn't run onto the field, then okay. I'm good with it. But that was a little cheap on Bobby Wagner's part, I thought, last night. Now, I don't think you want to open the gates to an open season. The panda, and, and, yeah. And make it legal. Open and then hunting season? Both sidelines just clearing out, and they're chasing this one you know, good point. female down. Or, no, I mean, I would love it. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying <laughs> you like got gladiators. Yeah, you'd have 13 guys chasing this one guy, just absolutely ping-ponging him. <laughs> That's true. Uh, by sideline, I think you meant the stands. You're right, a whole sideline, like an entire yeah. NFL sideline chasing one guy to yeah. beat, his, beat him to a pulp. It was Christian Wilkins over here and. and and, and Nick Bosa right, coming from right. here. I love encouraging, it. Encouraging uh, mob attack probably is not <laughs> the right way to go about it. It's why I don't work for uh, for the NFL or these networks. I have terrible marketing ideas. Uh, Mel is in West Palm. <laughs> Mel's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mel? Hey, cough again into the microphone, Stone. Just do it for old times. <clears throat> there we go. What's up, Mel? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, there's absolutely no reason you interrupt someone at their job when they're making that kind of money and causing that kind of physical punishment to another human being. I love it. Remember Ring Man that flew into the ring? He got punched all upside his head. Yeah, he now, was Monica in danger. Sellers taught us. Yeah, but Monica Sellers taught us very quickly, all that running on the courts, gameplay, it was over. True, true. After true. that, you, you don't even know who Monica or Martina Hingis is if Monica Sellers doesn't get hurt. Good point. It doesn't happen. She runs, she runs up until Serena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... You walk on the field and you're not here to get paid or play. Hey, man, we're, we're, we're doing work here. And uh, whatever severe beating you can get from coming out here, to each his own. Caveat emptor. Buyer beware. Don't cross that line. <laughs> Don't cross that threshold. All right, Mel, I appreciate that. And you're right. Uh, the Monica Selix example is, is one that's tough to counter. What I would say is that security improved vastly after the Monica Sellis stabbing. That happened in an entirely different country as well. But maybe Bobby Wagner could have simply form tackled him. What about that? Hell no. Like just a nice old form tackle. What the, what? That would be that would be tough for the eyes. You know, oh, oh my God, here comes Bobby Wagner, all pro, pro bowler. 
Super Bowl champion. Uh, oh, and he just ferries him to the ground. I don't want no part of that. <laughs> ferries him to the ground. No, like it's, it's like a, a little, nice. Like a little gator roll. He wraps yeah. him up and spin. No. Or take him down by the ankles. No, next time hit him in the chest and, and, and knock that wind out of this cat. Uh, Ricky, he messages now if the guy outruns the entire team and goes end zone to end zone, they need to sign him to a contract. Let's get some incentives going. Now that would be entertaining. That also would make every NFL game seven and a half hours long. <laughs> it definitely Because there's going to be 400 people trying to do that. Yes, there are. And then you're going to have to get in a foot race with Tyreek Hill. And, and, and you don't want to do that. No. Some guy's trying to go 100 yards. Yeah, I just... It's, like, a, it's a tough game You and here. I get bothered at our job all the time, and we're not throwing shoulders into people. What if we did that? HR would not be happy. Well, if they made it legal, then I would invite it. And you know what? We put it. We'd put it on social media. Oh yeah! All these weak networks. <laughs> oh, we can't show this. No, 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 no. We put it out for the world to see. Remember the ESPN commercial where the the guy's just running around the linebacker and he's just oh, trucking people in yeah. the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love uh, it. Who is that character? Or whatever li- office linebacker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, but but I just thought that Bobby Wagner. I hope he feels like a big man. He does after throwing that shoulder into. The, and you're right. When the dude is running, his legs were like going in circles. <laughs> like they were they were going in horizontal circles. I've never seen anyone run like that before. It definitely wasn't very graceful. Uh, we will talk about this and a whole lot more with Steve Polizzino every week here on Ken Levick Alive. We try to bring some brains to the operations. We try to bring some intelligence to the show. And a man who is a business mogul, a man who is a family man through and through, a youth coach, and he knows a little bit about everything and a lot, well, about a lot. He is the president of Good Karma Brands, our parent company. He is Steve Politziner. We will ask Steve's when we return. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Alive on ESPN 1063. Uh-oh, I'm getting attacked by the Bobby Wagner mob. I didn't know he had so many supporters in South Florida. Ken LaVica Alive here on ESPN 106.3. It's just a duo for the next couple of days, in fact. Jeanette's in Vermont. Theo's off today. Because his queen broke her ankle, so there are doctor's appointments. So it's just Stone and I, and you know what? That's fine. We miss them. Oh, yeah. But we ride. Rumor has it Theo Dorsey actually broke his fiance's ankles. It's just a word on the street. Really? That's what we discussed yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossover. Crossover dribble. crossed her up. And then now with Jeanette being gone. Sorry, I didn't know we were going to We were re-upping that joke. <laughs> and, then, and then with the Jeanette being gone, we get to talk as much... You know, mess about Tom Brady as we want. Well, I was going to say, we might need to call her tomorrow because I'm not sure she knows right now of the news that Tom Brady is getting divorced. <laughs> I love that. And she doesn't know that we have broken the news that he will definitely play in 2023. Zero sources are telling us that Tom Brady will play in 2023. <laughs> Tom Brady and Giselle getting divorced, according to the New York Post. Hey, I think financial, they are proud to support ESPN 106.3. If you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. Again, their members love I Think Financial. Go find out why. I Think Financial. I Think FI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. Before we talk with Steve Politziner, and we get into Ask Steve's. Let's go to social media. Brian 
message is, this was in no way related to machismo. Since there appeared to be no one else doing anything else, he took the bull by the horns and ended that idiot's actions. Period. End of story. <laughs> took the bull by the horn. Little, uh, little dramatic, but I, I hear where he's coming from. I mean, I know it had to end at some point. I exactly. understand that. But the security guards, they were in tow. Let them do their job. Why does Bobby Wagner have to do that? Here's this hypothetical. What if Bobby Wagner separated his shoulder after making that hit? Then what are we saying today? Hey, Bobbo should have stayed on the sideline. I'll raise you one higher and say that the security guard chasing this guy down tore his ACL if oh, you bro. watch the video right. back 10 yards behind him. Right. At the beginning of this, mm-hmm. he's on the field. You look up, and there's a security guard dressed in black. <laughs> and I think he blows out not only, not only one ACL, <laughs> but both ACLs. If you haven't seen the video that yet, it's the one security rough. guard who's trailing him. He's got the draft going. And that turf monster just reaches up and grabs him. That is the one saving karma grace for me with all of that in the one place where I don't mind that this guy got laid out by Bobby Wagner because that poor security guard absolutely blew out both of his knees. It wasn't just one, right? It was both of them. Yeah, I mean, he he, he stood up and started wobbling and yeah. almost fell back down. It was like he was on stilts and they <laughs> both just cracked in the middle. Like his legs immediately just went full toothpick, just just onto the turf. Do you think you get workers comp? If you blow up you both better. ACLs, damn well better doing your job. If you're a security guard working on the field and you injure yourself chasing someone who has trespassed onto the field, right. you sure as hell better be insured or get some sort of workers' comp. I actually don't know the answer to that, though. If you work in, in and I know that there are a number of people that listen to this show, and I, I know this because I see them all the time at FAU Stadium that work in sports facility security on game days. And a lot of the people that do the Dolphins also do FAU, mm-hmm. do Inter-Miami. It's all the same company. Do you get workers' comp or are you insured as a security guard at a sporting venue? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Maybe lawyers can help with this too. I, I'm actually legitimately curious about that because that man injured himself seriously chasing down that that trespasser last night. Again, not a streaker because... He was fully clothed. He was fully clothed. There was no junk waving around, okay? But this man absolutely blew out his knees. Definitely one, almost certainly two. Uh, if, you, if you run security, if you work security, and you get injured... Trying to uphold the peace, do your job, uh, keep someone off the field, or tackle someone who has entered the field. Do you get a workers' comp? Are you insured? How does that work? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. If you are uh, someone, a personal injury attorney, or if you work in security, just let us know. Because I'm legitimately curious about that. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. If you're just joining us, we've been discussing who the top NFL head coach through four weeks has been because Mike Greenberg got on his get up soapbox today on ESPN and declared that no coach has overcome more adversity than the great Mike McCarthy. 
of the Dallas Cowboys, even though he already had a sick defense that has carried the day with Cooper Rush at quarterback, and never mind the fact that they have the best receiving core in the NFL for Cooper Rush to throw to, but nobody, and Mike Greenberg means nobody, has done a better job as a coach through four weeks than the great Mike McCarthy. I say Doug Peterson, best coach through four weeks. Stone, he's going to go with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. He's got a quarterback who doesn't like him, and he doesn't like his quarterback. And they're 2-2, two and two and they beat the hell out of the defending Super Bowl champions last night. And also, the breaking news from the New York Post that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce lawyers. They are going to get divorced. And then, the breaking news that Stone and I reported with zero sources telling us that with Giselle out of the picture, Tom Brady was absolutely going to play in 2023. And he'll play for one of three teams. Again, no sources are telling us this. The Titans, the Giants, or the Niners. It's been a busy day here on Ken LaVica Live. <laughs> and every week we bring in someone with a big brain, someone with big ideas. He's the president of the Good Karma Brands, and he's going to smarten us up. It is time now for Ask Jeeves. Steve's. With Steve Palatina. Steve's. Steve Paulitzina is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve. There it is. On Ken LaVica Live. That's You've right. Got mail. That is actually the name of the segment. First time I've made that mistake in the two months we've been doing this. Steve Palatina with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve, welcome in. Good to hear from you. Uh, I, I just I, I want to to start with this. Mike Greenberg says Mike McCarthy, best coach in the NFL through four weeks. You say what to that? Because I say, come on, bro. Nah, yeah, I agree. I mean, he is doing it with a, a backup quarterback, but I technically aren't the 49ers. And haven't the Jets? Been doing it mostly with a backup quarterback. That's true. But I, 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 Robert Sala, to me, I, I like the Jets were like they were as bad. They came in with people thinking they would be horrific. No one thought the Cowboys were going to be horrific. Yes, they lost. Yes, they lost Dak. And I don't think anyone thought the Niners were going to be you know horrific and maybe even better with Garoppolo. Um, so I, I, I actually think you could go Dable or Sala. Yeah. The Jets and the Giants with three wins. Yeah, they're both terrible. I'm a Giants fan. They're not. They're, they're not good. Uh, they don't have any. If nobody besides Saquon, literally, they do not have a skill player at wide receiver, tight end. And the Giants are three and one. So Jets are Giants to me. Yeah, I uh, let, let's take it easy on Salah. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I mean, congrats to Zach Wilson for having one good quarter in his NFL career. I'm with you on Dable. I'll go with you on Dable. They ran a high school offense in the fourth quarter against the Bears on yep. Sunday and found a way to win. That's good stuff. Now, to the more pressing matter, and that is the news that we're reporting here on Ken Levick Alive that no sources have told us, but the New York Post yep. says that Tom Brady and Giselle, they're out. The old ball and chain's out the door. Tom's a free man, and he can fly free, and that means he's going to play till he's 50. We are reporting here on Ken Levick Alive. He's absolutely now with Giselle out of the picture. Play next year, and how do you like the idea of him playing quarterback for your New York Giants? Well, yeah, I heard, so you said Giants? Yep. This you know, New York spotlight. That's right. You know, chance to go play Table. there. Kind of like LeBron with L.A. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, hey, I just, I, it's more like about where I want to live for a year or two than where I want to play. All right. Second, Niners, hometown. Gotcha. Where are the Titans? 
Where's that? Uh, because you upgrade from Tannehill, you've got the best running back maybe in the history of the NFL behind you, and you're you're going to be reunited with your former teammate in Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Also, okay. a weak, a weak, yeah. a weak easily winnable division. Yeah, you're going to be in the playoffs by stepping on the field week one. Okay. All right. I can I can get into those. I mean, the- um, now, but the bigger question is, if see, I always think that like he's going to get divorced, right? Yeah. Per the reports, <laughs> then it's now it's going to be the dynamic, and if he's going to want to have partial custody or some sort of custody situation of his kids, which I imagine he will want. Like, I don't know how the playing is going to set up well for that versus a broadcasting type of setup where you know you're in town, let's just say he's doing something with the NFL and one of the big networks, and you're gone Friday through Sunday, but you're there Monday through Thursday, that might set up a little bit better from a custody situation. I was going to... While he's like, and I know forty-two nannies and all that. Yeah, I get a nanny. But a, judge, a judge yeah. still, a judge, they still have to see what sort of setup, what sort of nuclear environment are you providing the kids. That is interesting legal expertise. That is sort of undercutting our exclusive report <laughs> that Tom Brady is definitely going to play next year. But again, I just go with the nanny thing because uh, Tom Brady, this is a guy who two years ago said, yeah, I want to play till I'm 50, play till I'm 50. Giselle had other ideas. Now, I mean, this does open that door and he's not going to have the person in his ear saying, retire, retire. Surely Tom Brady could figure it out, right? Surely he's going to get Wednesdays off. Maybe he can negotiate a Tuesday, Wednesday off during the course of the week. And then there you go. There's your window. There's Monday through Thursday, you ship the kiddos off to Giselle for the weekend, and you go ball out for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, but, I mean, who? where are they going to live? They, they, <laughs> you're shipping the kids on a plane. Like, they have to live in the same place. You think Giselle's moving to Tennessee? Tennessee's oh, out. Giselle's going to keep and, the houses and, and in I'm, Miami. She has a PJ. I, all, right, all right, Tennessee's out, and I'm also going to go with San Fran's out. Because we're getting divorced. I don't think the way again. This is without any. This is just you. This is just the ex- world experience. Okay. The law of averages. Okay. This isn't knowing there. I don't all of a sudden see an ex and the mother-in-law. The in, like now you're going to go closer to the in-laws who they've never lived near in San, in <laughs> San Fran. I don't see that. Mm. So then it's Miami. Now in Florida, he has a good you know, a good leg to stand on in terms of custody. Yeah. We could get like the 50 50. He's got billionaire and bunker. That put him, <laughs> right. That's so his then that puts him. That puts him in, you know, maybe uh, you think he's not going to be a backup. Hell and no. I still don't know that the Dolphins want Tua. So you still, it could be the Dolphins. I don't know why you're throwing the, why you're excluding the Dolphins. Uh, because Stephen Ross will find a way to screw that up again. <laughs> Like, Stephen Ross is going to go to lengths of showing up to his door in, like, week 12, and then he's going to get suspended again. I just don't see uh, Stephen Ross being able to pull that off. You think, like, they've already, they've already like, all the dabbling and all the stuff that's yeah. already happened. Yeah, it's already tarnished it. Yeah, it's already okay. tarnished well, that, that, that thing. Then that puts him back at Tampa. Oh, man. And that is the easy PJ. He can fly up in the morning. It's like a local commute. For a guy like that. Yeah, a little 45-minute so, flight. Yeah, I, hear I tell I you hear what, you. Steve has absolutely uh, sort of uh, started pointing all the arrows back to Tampa. My goodness. That I mean, he's was, shut, I'd he, say he, if he gets divorced and wants to keep playing, he's the quarterback of the Bucks. Oh, that's not fun at all. 
All right. Well, I hope he retires then. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick alive. Let's go to a question from the fans here, Steve. And this is from Bonnie in Jupiter. She asks, Steve, our life is so busy and we've been traveling and with school, we haven't had a chance to figure out what we're going to be for Halloween. I have three kids ages five to nine. What are some good last minute costume ideas? What do you think, All right, Steve? Bonnie. Well, yeah, good right. one, and it's definitely a, a conversation in our house as well. Um, first off, you know, the, you have these pop-up stores all over the place. Yeah. These, these spirit Halloweens, like, and in today's day and age where, you know, so much, so much online shopping that there's so many open stores at retailers and at, and at plazas, just like, keep your eyes open because the answer might be a few hundred feet away from you that you never even realized before. They're, they're everywhere. So there's just a probably, I don't even know why I said that. I, mean, it's a, I guess it's a public service announcement <laughs> that there are Halloween stores on every block. Uh-huh. Um, in our house, um, my nine-year-old is leaning to going with, uh, he and his buddies going with Cobra Kai. Oh, let's go. Uh, for those that are watching that. Yeah. And I think he got Miyagi-Do. Cobra Kai, so you have some options there. That's pretty good. And I think it has relevance to today's age, you know, and, and yesteryear for those of us that grew up with a karate kid. Uh-huh. So I would go, I think that's a good uh, spot to go. And by the way, that can be boys, girls, or Absolutely. You know, whatever. So I think that one's a, a safe one for all genders. Um, so that that would be, that's, that, that's my, I think that's a good angle to think about. That is really, really good. And I would say, I would add to that, when in doubt, just go with kids' favorite Netflix show. Like, you can't go wrong yeah. with that. And those costumes are all over the place. All over the place. Yep. What are you? What are you? What, what's going to be the choice in the Levick house? Well, well, I can't wait for this. Yeah, we uh, the, the girls decided, because I don't have a say in any of this. I'm just an innocent bystander, and I go along with anything that's decided by the, uh, by the ladies in the household. Um, there, it's a fairy theme. So we're going to have an evil fairy. That'll be my oldest daughter. Uh, We are going to have a princess fairy. That'll be my youngest daughter. We're just going to have your typical run-of-the-mill fairy fairy with my wife, and I'm going to end up being a tooth fairy. Oh my (laughs) god. So do you have a skirt? I don't have a skirt, but I have wings. Do you have a tiara? Uh, Maybe. Do you have a wand? I do have a wand, yes. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, I never fully understand the dad dress-up part. Like, when you're going trick-or-treating. Forget about If you're going to a Halloween party, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? what are you like? Here's, do you feel that your your kids want you to dress up? Um, and I'm not. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I, I'm not like coming out on one side here. But I'm wondering why are you? If you're going trick or treating mm-hmm, in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and Halloween is really more about kids, it sure is. What are you dressing up like? What is the basis of your the rationalization of you choosing to be the tooth fairy? Well, Steve, let me tell you about the old family dynamic I have uh, in uh, in the Levicka household. When oh, I... you you were told, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, <laughs> that that's the Cliff's Notes version of that, and so that is why I am dressing up for Halloween. Always do, and will be a tooth fairy uh, this time around. Uh, Steve, I I wanted to I wanted to get your thoughts on Bobby Wagner from a a pure TV perspective. Okay, I came out and I thought it was a little soft for Bobby Wagner full pads to come out and 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 get a free shot laying out that trespasser last night on Monday Night Football, but 
We also got to discussing why do we continue to pan off of these people who trespass onto the field. I know it's initially to, oh, curb the behavior and people aren't going to have these ideations if they don't see it. But what if America sees NFL players absolutely crushing these people who run on the field? Wouldn't that curb the behavior much quicker because they wouldn't want to have their spines broken in a million uh, pieces if they tried to do this? Yeah, and, and like, haven't we moved past the, by, if we don't show it, it'll discourage it when it's on every social All media the, everywhere? Yes. Because every fans, single one. Like, yes. They don't, they, they can't, they can't black out what 10,000, like 5,000 fan cameras captured, you know, just because they don't have a network feed. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that's archaic. Um, I sort of feel like you're going to misbehave like that and come on the come on the field. You're going to deal with what comes with it. Right. So you get what what. But you know we are one aggressive um, lawyer, mm-hmm. one opportunistic lawyer away from suing Bobby Wagner mm-hmm. and probably winning somehow mm-hmm. on some loophole yep. that even though they were trespassing and doing everything else they shouldn't be doing yeah. and uh, breaking the the uh, you know breaking the uh, vow or the uh, contractual obligation of a ticket that by Bobby Wagner tackling him is going to somehow come back on Bobby Wagner. Yeah, I it, it did cross my mind. It definitely crossed my mind. Some better call Saul is ready to file suit wow. on Bobby Wagner right now. <laughs> uh, one final question for you, Steve, and this comes from a fan as well, and this is Bill in Boynton Beach. He says, we have a very fun group, a fantasy football league every single year, but This year, a newcomer hasn't yet paid his dues. Everybody else has. We want to set a November deadline, but we're also worried he's just going to go blow past that as well. What is the best way to collect our money without being mean? Yeah, that's a good one. And it's funny, I had this same question from somebody like a month ago about, about who was starting a new league. And I think it's kind of simple. You go, here's what you do. First of all, you're not drafting until you've paid. What, what, what is it? Uh, someone needs an extra couple of weeks yeah. for their paycheck? Yeah, good call. Like, I mean, I kind of think that's someone you, want, you don't want in your league. Sure. But, but here's how it goes. If the person doesn't reach by, the, by a certain date, somebody, you know, everyone knows somebody else. Hey, does someone want to take over so-and-so's team? And if they have a losing record, let's say you're two weeks in, three weeks in, you give them their team at a discount. And hope, you know, hopefully it's a keeper league where there's something that they can build and then they get their team in the future. So you need to put a hard date. You owe us the money by X day. If not, you're out of the league. By the way, it would probably ruin your friendships because it's kind of embarrassing mm-hmm. that you couldn't pay to be in the fantasy league. Yeah. And someone else is going to take your team over on the cheap, um, which means that everyone will make a little bit less because the, poor, the overall pool or purse will go down because that person didn't pay. But at that point, you need someone to take you know, their team over. Unless the team's like 4-0. And what you could do is say you could put it, you could bid, you could have people bid for it. You could say I have five friends, and one of them wants to take a look at that. But it was, mm. everyone knows other people. I would put a very hard line on this uh, on this abuser. But also get your rules straight. Right. I mean, make people pay before the draft. Yeah. Period. Yep. Good call. And just be an adult. Pay the damn money. I mean, it's not that difficult. Just be an adult in this entire thing, Steve. Excellent work. I think this was one of our finer dalliances here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll talk to you next week, and congratulations on Tom Brady next year. All right. Thanks, Tooth Fairy.
All right, that is Steve Politziner uh, here on Ken Levick Alive for Ask Steve's. Man, I have something I need to read to Stone. First, I want to tell you about Baptist South Orthopedic Care, team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. Real quick, Stone, before we go to break, this is from Barry Jackson. Just in case you're wondering how things are going with the Miami Hurricanes. Tyler Van Dyke reveals one change to his routine. He's meeting more together with Josh Gaddis and Ponce. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, it is. Um, Gaddis and Ponce. That is OC and quarterback coach, not only one at a time, and quote, telling them what I like and don't like and trying to get comfortable feeling with them and being there more with them instead of watching film on my own, end quote. How do you feel about that? Well, my stomach kind of hurts actually listening to that. It's it's one of the... Why wasn't he meeting with them before? It's kind of one of the craziest things that I've ever heard. To be honest, you can't air that stuff out that you haven't been meeting one on one and going over your favorite third down plays. How is or it, your favorite shot plays? Like, how is it week four? And now he said, Oh, now I'm meeting more together with the OC and the quarterback coach and not one at a time. Is that on Gaddis? Is that on Van Dyke? Is that on Ponce? What is happening? I, I think it's on Tyler Van Dyke because I, I, these coaches watch film for 22 hours out of the day and they build their play call sheet easily by Wednesday and you go through your openers the first 15 plays of the game you're going to run like I said you go over your shot plays the third down plays your quarter I used to have to turn in on Thursdays my favorite third down plays Mm -hmm. my favorite I used to have to turn those into my offensive coordinator my head coach and then we would have individual meetings and we would end up crossing some off or putting some to the forefront of things that we agreed upon so for this not to have been happening, one, explains a lot, and two, just sends red flags and sirens all over the place. Canes fans, don't worry. Tyler Van Dyke has just now, <laughs> just now, going into ACC play, started meeting with his OC and his quarterback's coach together. Don't and worry. just now, he's watching film with them, okay? Instead of on his own. Now he's watching film with it's them. It's ridiculous. Holy God. That's Stone the Bandwitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. And HR in the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, that's you are. I think financial, if you don't like your bank, come experience why... Their members love I Think Financial. You'll love them, too. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial, moving you forward. That's I Think Financial. And a reminder, get your underdog fantasy team set up for tonight. Got baseball across the board. Start getting going on your week five NFL underdog fantasy games. Underdog fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, the free underdog fantasy app. It's the best fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy. That's why it's my fantasy and use the promo code west palm west palm all one word and you'll get your deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars so you can play nice and easy and have some fun not have to worry about your account for the first 
couple of weeks that you're playing with Underdog Fantasy. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, and get your deposit doubled up to $100 with Underdog Fantasy. Uh, on Twitter, Stone, this going back to our Ask Steve's, the question about the fantasy football, the guy not paying, uh, and we're four weeks into the league. Diplomat tweets, the fantasy guy not paying is easy. Whoever vouched for him to enter the league is responsible for paying for the delinquent or non-existent payment. I hate that. I don't like You don't that. like that? No. If, if he wins, it goes to whoever was in the championship with him. It is one way, though, to tell your boys I'm sorry. Or tell the group, I'm sorry. Like, this is on me. My dude is a delinquent. <laughs> like, I know he sucks, and I'm yeah, sorry. I guess I don't hate that as much. you got to punish him any, any way you can. And he's got to be out of the league by this point. We're a month in, right? We're a month in. He's gone. Can him. All right. We'll do this again tomorrow. He's done. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.